Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lant. I'm your host, James Lampkin. And my guest today is a great father. And we're celebrating Father's Day week. And I'm starting off with him, Mr. Shane Bell. Thank you for joining me. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, young brother. Hey, listen, man. Look, I, like I said in the intro, I couldn't I couldn't do a Father's Day episode. I'm trying to get as many as I can, but I couldn't. But I'm happy that you're the one that's getting the ball rolling. So I appreciate you. Yeah, man. No problem, man. No problem. Been going? Uh, say it again, brother. I said, how's everything been going? Uh, everything been going good, man. Being a being a busy dad, man. Busy. <laughs> I'm a busy, bro. Man, I look. I, I your kids grown. I thought them days was over. Man, hell no, man. Now it's adult busy. So yeah, my my daughter is expecting a child. You know what I'm saying? Um, I told her I appreciated that she waited as long as she did. So thank you for that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, so she's doing August. No, September. I'm sorry. She's doing September. My son is uh, going into his senior year, but uh, we're doing the college touring and all of this stuff, uh, football recruiting. Um, it's just a bunch of stuff, man. He's going on a college tour tomorrow, leaving tomorrow, actually. So I got to shoot him up the highway and throw him on a bus and send him off for a week. Did you, was, was you expecting to be this busy as they got older? Hell no. Well, no, no, hell no. I, <laughs> I'm thinking, look, I, I done showed y'all how to use the microwave. Now leave me alone. <laughs> I'm thinking. But nah, now I gotta be a grandfather. And now I'm a I'm a I'm a manager. I'm damn near like a manager. I got college coaches calling me and texting me and recruiters trying to get money and it's a, it's a lot, man. It's a lot, bro. My, and so, how, man, grandfather, how's that feeling for you? I don't know. I'm not gonna let this child call me grand nothing. <laughs> I'm not doing. We're not doing that. We're gonna come up with some other name. We're gonna figure something else out. We're not grand in <laughs> anything. Over here. <laughs> Look, pop pop is even older, so you can't yeah, use we're that. Not, we're not pop popping it. We ain't popping. We ain't granding. We ain't Paul Paul. We ain't doing none of that. We're gonna figure something else out though. I'm I might sure make him call me Mister. I might make him call me Mister. Mister? Nah. <laughs> yeah, call me Mister. <laughs> I don't know you, little nigga. Call me Mister. <laughs> then, then, you know, after we build a relationship, then I might. <laughs> you can't have him call you Mister, man. Mr. Hey, Mister Bell. Mr. Bell, yeah. That's it. Here we go. I'm going to type this around here, Lamp. I'm not playing with these children. <laughs> you know how crazy you going to look going to the kid birthday party like, hey, Mr. Bell? Right, hey, hey yep. I'm right here. I am. What you need? <laughs> I got, yeah, I got napkins. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, 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 well, first of all, again, man, congratulations with the grandfather. Like, was you like, was you nervous? Like, I mean, you're not having a baby, but nah, like, man. Uh, let me see, how did that go? So, um, I don't have that eye. Like, you know how women can tell when a, a young lady is pregnant. I didn't see that. Like, you know what I mean? My daughter, she wears, she was starting to dress like Tiana Taylor anyway, like big shirts and all that. You know what I mean? So I didn't think nothing of it. Um, but, um, she came over 
And um, I can tell when something is wrong or she's fidgety and nervous because she talked too much. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, well, what's going on? What's up? So she told me, she came out and told me uh, she was crying. She wasn't crying because she was like upset or nothing like that. She was just so nervous to tell me. Um, I guess she didn't know what my reaction would be. But just like I told you earlier, bro, I said, um, you know, I really did thank her for waiting as long as she did. She's 23 years old. She's a young adult. Um, I mean, she beat me. You know what I'm saying? I had her when I was 19. So um, I thank God that she waited and as long as she did. And um, I just gave her the real, man. I just told her, you know, uh, the pros and cons with, with all of this. Uh, I definitely gave her the raw situation. Like, as unfair as it is, this is your baby. You know what I'm saying? The young man, he's cool. I like him. But he's 23 as well. And I I firmly believe, man, we ain't really, we ain't really all together at 23. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not 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 all of us. I ain't gonna put a blanket on us all, but for the most part, 23, we still trying to figure shit out. We got a lot of shit with us at 23. So I basically told her, like, hey, the baby is yours. You know what I'm saying? Just just be mindful. I understand he's saying all the right things and all that, which is great. I, I hope and I pray that he does everything that he's talking about. Good kid. Like, I rock with him. I think he's a good guy. Um, but uh, I, I, gave it, I gave it to her, like, well, you know, like, in the event that things don't pan out, this will be falling on you. Hopefully he still is there to do his part, like a young man's supposed to. Um, but in the event that he's not, this is just what it is. So that I'm going to give you that. The other side is this could light a fire under you and him. And both of y'all grow together and it could be a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? So I just gave her both sides of it. She was real appreciative of that. Um, I guess everybody else was so happy about it and, uh, you know, kind of fairy ish with it and didn't really give her the real. So she was appreciative that I did that. And she was crying and just nervous and all that, you know. And then, you know, then the young man came in the house. I talked to him. You know what I mean, we had a nice little conversation, man. And you know, it is what it is, bro. But was your conversation with him like off to the side, like one on one, or nah? My conversation was the same shit right in front of her. Uh-huh. I told him the same thing. Okay, you know what I'm saying? I know, like I, I believe, I believe that you believe what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? But I, I'm a, I'm a man that's been in this world a little bit. I've seen a lot, so not to put that on you, not to think the worst of you. I'm just preparing my that Shania is my responsibility. So I'm I am giving her the tools to be mentally prepared just in case she crosses that hurdle. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I don't believe in doing a bunch of fluff and sugar shit. We're not gonna do that. So you know, I just gave her both sides of it, man. And I right in front of him. So you know, he know. Okay. Did it did it make when she came in um when she came in and told you, did it did it make you go back to when you first had to tell your parents she was gonna be a father? Nah, I ain't even think. I ain't even think about how I felt, man. My my life and my life was totally different, bro. Like, uh, I don't even know how I did it. I don't even. I know I told. I think I told my mom at work. Me and my mom used to work together at at a plant back in the day. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, think I, I think I just told her randomly, like, you know, uh, her mom's pregnant. Like, I don't know. It wasn't nothing. There was no talk and nothing like that. I was already out of the house. I was. I was outside by then, so you know, a little was different. Nervous? Was you nervous about it? Nah, nope. Wow, nope. 
Nope. And shortly after, I joined the army so I can make sure I, you know, I mean, I could take care of. Yeah, you, yeah, you mentioned that like this, just the fact that you went in the military, like that. What? Okay, because I, I wonder why did you decide? Because you could have done a lot of things, but why did you decide on going into the military? Well, I really. I mean, they make a joke about it, like, you know, people go in the army because they ain't got no other choice. I literally didn't have no other options. I, I ran out. I had a scholarship for basketball, um, messed my knee up, like all the other stories everybody else do. Messed my knee up, um, played through that, though, while I'm on scholarship, uh, got her pregnant, got my daughter's mom pregnant while I'm on scholarship, and... I mean, that was just it. Like, it, it wasn't no promising future. Like, I was about to transfer to some other school and none of that. Like, I was making dirt money, bro. I, I could barely take care of myself. And and at that time, I was living with my daughter's mother's mom. We all stayed at her mom's house, mm. like, in the back room. So we got a baby coming. I got to do something. So that's why I joined. Sign mm -hmm. right up. Was, that, was, your, was your family happy with your decision? Or? Man, at that time, I wasn't even really rocking with my family like that. I was, I've been by myself for a long time, man. So uh, my mom and dad, they was already split. At that at that time, I wasn't getting along with my stepmother at all. So I wasn't really, um, um, I wasn't really speaking with them like that. I was kind of outside, like living with relatives or whoever would take me in kind of thing. So no, it, it wasn't no, it wasn't no, let me sit down with my family and discuss my next life decision. It, it wasn't like that. I made my own decision. Man, that's, see, I never, I never knew it was that bad for you. Yeah, I mean, you know I mean? I, I mean, there's people that's been through way worse, so I don't complain about it, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I, I made my own decision. I, I, mean, I don't know. Just got to do something, man. You got a baby coming, bro. I can't be living with your mom and we got a whole kid coming. We live in a back room. It wasn't even a real bedroom. It was like the back room of the house. We just turned it into a bedroom. Mm. So I'm a college dropout. I ain't making barely any money at this plant that I'm working at. Like, it's either I'm going to be in the street or I got to go do something else. Um, a friend of mine, a friend of mine named Boo, a uh, young lady from uh, town, a uh, near town where I'm from. Uh, she came to me with the idea because she, I think she had signed up. You know, when you sign up, you get to go home and get some of your friends to try to sign up on like yeah. a lead thing or something like that. So <laughs> home with that whole thing. And uh, I was like, all right, I'll check it out. And um, yeah, shit, I'd say I, I, I went in on a delayed entry program. Um, I think I don't know, maybe June. I think like June I signed up to leave in August. So I partied all summer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Partied all summer. And yeah, when August hit, I was out, man. <laughs> How about, so when you got there, man, was you nervous when you got the basic? Hell yeah. Yeah. That's my first time away. That's my first time away from home like that. Um yeah, I was real nervous, real nervous. But I figured it out quick, though. It wasn't, it was like, I said, probably after the first month, it was cool. It was like, it wasn't nothing really heavy. 
what was what was the hardest part? Would you say? Just that just that initial shock that first month. Motherfuckers yelling at you for no reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> yo, you get there middle middle of the night. Don't know where you at. You want a cattle truck. Uh, you get yelled at like you dead sleep on a cattle truck. You get yelled at by three white men with big hats on telling you, you grab all your shit, come into this office, stand here. What's your name? We like you just waking up. So you don't know what you're talking about. So all that, um, you know, getting shot with a bunch of shots. You don't know what the shots are drinking shit. You don't know what the shit is. Like it was real fast pace, man. Real fast pace. Um, yeah, so all that, and then the, then waking up the next day, not knowing the rules, not knowing how to talk. You can't use street slang. You got to answer in a certain way. They don't tell you how to do it. Like, you, you you make a mistake, they on you. So all that. I said the first two weeks was real hard. But after that, once you settle in, understand the law of the land, man, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's basically do what you're supposed to do, and they don't mess with you. Or if they're yelling, if you pay attention to the words they saying, they really saying a bunch of dumb shit. So it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> they just yelling, saying a bunch of nonsense, and you like you want to laugh. You be like, yo, what? What? It, it, it was. Where'd you Where'd you go to basic? I was uh, Fort Sill, Oklahoma. Oh, you went to a real basic. Yeah, 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 real deal. Yeah, because yeah. it wasn't no women. That it's no women that seal, right? Now, who was the first one that uh, had a co-ed? Oh, oh, okay. Because, see, I went to Jackson. Yeah. Oh, you went to relaxing Jackson. Yeah, you was chilling. I did. And that shit really was relaxing. Yeah, you was chilling. It, now, had, was it had, like, some hard days, but it wasn't, nah. Who was out there in tornadoes, all types of shit, man. I was supposed to go to, I was supposed to go to Fort Knox. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't because I probably would have quit. <laughs> yeah, basically, it was easy for me. I mean, if you did have people on suicide watch, people faking like they gonna hurt themselves, you know what I'm saying? Girlfriends break up with them so they won't kill everybody in there, all that type of shit, man. So, what was your arrangement? You like because you you was I'm assuming like now that you was working and getting your military check, you was like sending money back home to help raise your daughter. Yeah. So. um... I'm trying to remember the timeline. It's been a minute. So um, the plan was for me to go get established wherever I'm, I'm going to be settled at at my duty station, then send for my daughter's mom and my daughter. And we was never coming back. That was the plan. Um, so uh, first thing I did was once I did start, once I started getting checks on the regular, um, I just put myself on child support. Um, I mean, they based it off of where I was at. and just started sending money home like that. Have them come straight on my check. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. You you say you put yourself on child support? Yeah, because that's the easiest way to do it. Instead of going and getting, because back then it was a bunch of money orders, and you got to mail the money order home, and all. It wasn't no cash app back then. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, so you got to get a money order and then mail the money order home. I, you know what I mean? So it's just best to just if I put myself on child support. One of my sergeants told me that. Like, yo, put yourself on child support. It comes straight out your check, goes straight to her. You won't miss nothing like it. You won't even realize that you don't got it because it comes straight out before it even touches my pocket. You know what I'm saying? So it was the best way to do it. I guess I guess just hearing, you know, because we hear the stigma of child support. So I guess just hearing you say you was you put yourself on child support. I guess that's the part that was 
alarming. Yeah, man. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like the soldier boy of this shit, man. I'm the first one to ever do that. <laughs> you know what? I'm the I'm the first one to put myself on child support. Ain't none of you niggas ever did no shit like that. Yeah, that that's a yeah, that that's definitely different. But but you know what? But you know what? See that I've always known you to be a stand-up guy to make sure that you do right by your family. So to hear you say you did that is really not surprising. Yeah, man. Man, yeah, this this would you know this podcast would have been really really cool if I had time to set it up and 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 had my daughter's mom on here. Yeah, you know let her tell her mom. <laughs> We really turn this thing up. Well, I mean, was was she not happy with the arrangement? What? Nah, she was cool with it. I mean, she was cool. She was cool with. Well, no. Let me let me let me make sure I quote her. Well, not quote her, but let me tell her shit right. So she hated the idea that I left. She despised that shit. She still feels a way about it to the, to this day. She'll say that I left her. I abandoned her. Uh. You know, but she was young. Like we was young, so my my daughter's mom is extra. So you know, what I mean, she would say I abandoned her, but not on some malicious shit. That's just how she felt. She felt like I left her alone. Uh, she wasn't looking. I was looking big picture. I'm looking like down the line. Like, all right, it's gonna be rough now, but we're gonna be straight. Chanel's gonna be straight, and I'm gonna be able to take care of both of y'all. So that's how my mom was thinking. She's thinking right now in the moment. Nah, just stay. We'll figure it out. But it wouldn't have. Nah, I would have been in trouble at some point. So, but her 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 view of it, she hated it. She didn't like it. Um, she settled in after a while, and then you know, life happened. Man, I ain't gonna tell her whole story. I, right, I right, was, right. You know, life happened, and we went our separate ways while I was in the service, man. But you said, but you said, even now, she kind of feels a way about it. Not well. It's it's more so on the joking side now. I mean, she'll still say like, "No, nah, you left me. You abandoned me." You just left me out of here. Like she'll say it in a joking way, but yeah, she still never agree with me leaving though. Really? Yeah, never. I mean, she appreciates it now in hindsight, of course, but if she had it her way, I never would have left her. That's wow. I mean, even I, I to hear you say that is now that's shocking. Because you because you actually had a good career, you got out. And you made a good life for yourself. So that so for her to feel that way, that's kind of, I don't know, that's, that's pretty weird to me. No, nah, I mean it's it's uh like I said, in hindsight, she under she understand you would have to know her to understand where the the jest is and all that. Like she still says it as a I'm trying to think how to word it. She still says it as if she was still a teenager like we was back then. But it's it, uh, it's really a jest. But she she understands why and appreciates all of that like we cool as hell like you know what i'm saying but if if you were to ask her did she want me to leave or did she agree with me going into the army the answer is no it'll always be no wow damn so was like you say y'all was planning to be together like was the plan for y'all to get married we uh yeah that, that was the plan that i understood yeah Oh, okay. Do you ever think, do you ever sit back and think about what life would have been like if it y'all actually did get married? 
not now, man. I mean, that was, yeah, we was kids, bro. Um, the only, I'll tell you this. The only thing that I think about, which is a regret of mine, it's nothing that I could have done, but the only thing that I think about is not being able to have my kids in the house with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the only thing I, I've never liked about this dad thing. Like, um, you know what I mean? Unfortunately, relationships don't work out and you still got to be a parent, of course. Still the most active father that I can be with every aspect of my kids' lives. Just having them in my house with me, I never got to experience that. So that's the only thing that I really regret of both of my situations. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, but as far as like, I don't even know how that would turn out. Right? Like we was, again, we was teenagers and we are two totally different people now. So who knows? You know what I mean? I don't, I don't really dwell on that. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's happy. She's married, engaged. One of them two. I, I don't really know. I think she's married. I don't know. I don't know if she's married or not, but <laughs> I don't know. But I know her fiance. I'll just say her fiance. He cool, good guy. Like, you know, so we just in totally separate worlds, man. So I don't really think about Man, I wonder what that would have been. I don't really think like that. You know, it's it's interesting that you say that about the um living in the same house because I grew so um I grew, you know, I, when I had my child, I was in the same house. And is oddly, I used to always respect men more who didn't live in the house. And the reason I say that is because I know that it's harder to be a father. I don't know if people agree with this, but I feel like it's harder to be a father when you're not in the house because you have to make so much of a concerted effort to be in your child life. Whereas if you live there, I mean, you you right there. So it's not not that you're not giving effort, but yeah. it's it's I mean, you're just there. So I I, I, I would. I'm gonna say I agree with you. I mean, it's it's two. So with my kids, like it's it's two separate ways. So with my son, I was in the house with him in the early goings, right? Um, then me and his mom, we decided to split. So in the past, was he 17 now? So I said the past 10 plus years, I've been outside of the home raising him. So it's two different dynamics there. So the hardest part is. Um, what's again? It's, it's two different things. So with my son, I'd already established the respect factors there, uh, knowing right from wrong and what I expect and all that stuff. All that stuff was implemented while I was there. So, um, being outside of the home with him, it was it's difficult, but not as difficult as it was with my daughter. With my daughter, I never was in the house with her ever. Actually, her first four years, I wasn't even around. I was gone. I would come home and leave. So every time I would come home and pick her up and spend time with her, she didn't even know who I was. Didn't want to come with me, would cry, all that. Then by the time it's time for me to go, when she's getting used to me, I'm out. And then I got to start all over again. So the first four years of her life, she knows me on the phone, um, but that was it. So to try to establish something with her from a distance, Number one. Then when I get back close enough to try to like just have some sort of relationship with her outside of just, 
yeah, that's my dad. But she don't know her dad like that. And just like me, like, yes, that's my baby. But I don't know. I don't know my own daughter like that. Like, you know what I mean? Just the small things, the mannerisms, the moods, all that type of stuff. You miss out on all of that shit when you don't live in the house with them. So raising her was extremely tough. Um, Being outside of the home, just like just even some of my ideas of parenting kind of clashed with how her mom, uh, her idea of of parenting. So we clashed a lot in that. And at the end of the day, she's going to win because she lives with her mom. So that was like a frustrating time. And all of that stuff was difficult. With my son, it's, um, it's a little bit different. Me and his mom kind of had the same. We're kind of in the same realm when it comes to parenting him. And like we used to do it together in the same home. So it's kind of I kind of didn't miss a beat with him. But, you know, it's still it's still tough being outside of the crib trying to do that. And with my son, him being a young man, like, you know, he's six, three now walking around the house, probably feeling a certain way. Like, you know, I wish I could be in that crib so I can like bump into him in the kitchen, let him know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, put, put a shirt on when you walk around here. What's up with you? Like that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I ain't there, so I can't really, you know what I mean? So, you know, that yeah. type of stuff is hard outside the crib. How long did it how long did it take for you and your daughter to like really get a good rapport? So my daughter lived with me um her junior year in high school. Um, her and her mom bumped heads a little bit. And we thought it was a good idea for her to come stay with me. So she stayed with me for a year. Um, and that's when we really got to see, you know what I mean? Like who each other was. Like, I, I'll be honest, I had a mask on with her for the longest time. Like, I just viewed her as my baby. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't even curse in front of her or listen to certain music. And she's 16 years old. Like, you know what I mean? So <laughs> when she lived with me, I got to see things. I got to see how crazy she was. Uh, <laughs> bro, like it will be one day she come home from school. She come home, go in her room. I don't see her for the rest of the night. Next morning, she popped out all happy and chipper. Dad, what shoes should I wear today? I'm like, yo, who? Like, who are you? <laughs> like, you know. So, it, I didn't really get to know my daughter until we went through something personal. Um, like, you know, I mean, she did some teenage shit, tried me on some teenage shit. And, uh, you know, we didn't, me and her didn't speak for, we didn't speak for like a month, some change, maybe a little longer, something like that. Um, you know, because of my idea of parenting was like, I'm big on communication. I don't mind you going from A to B to C to wherever, but in between that, we got to have a line of communication. We got to talk. There is no just getting off the bus and going in town and being all over the place. And I don't know where you are. That's right. just not how I operate. So coming from being able to do that to not being able to do that in her eyes, it was like a, it was like a prison. So we bumped heads uh, towards the latter part of the year. Um, and she wanted to go back home. Fine. I never stopped her. She could have left at any time. So I never stopped her. But uh, just after that, you know, she just had some, I guess you want to call it like growing pains. So I took my hands off the wheel. Like I've implemented everything that I can and I'm just going to watch from afar. So speeding the story up, long story short, um, we came back around. I think, uh, I don't know if I 
I think it was like my birthday or something like that. I went to California. Um, she saw some pictures of me out there. So she texted me and asked me like, uh, how was it or who I go with or something like that. Just something out of the blue to break the ice. Mm-hmm. And we met up and had dinner and we talked about everything. And she was like, I was right about a lot of stuff. She understands some of the stuff that, that I was saying. And, you know, like we, we just talked and had like the moment when you just had that connection with your kid. And we've been on a roll ever since, man. This was, this was, I think, yeah, when she turned 17. So since then, she's 23 now. We've just been growing since then. So it's been a, it's been an experience, man. But now, right now, is the closest that I've ever been to my daughter. When you when when she when she actually sat down and told you you're right because I mean let's be honest we as kids we we didn't we probably never told especially at that age our parents was right about a lot of things but we didn't tell them. Yeah. So for you what like what was that feeling to know like man you know what my she's listening to me she she's understanding my parenting and, and it's starting to click. As it's a relief well because I was like. Even though I was playing it like, all right, you know what? Go out there and bump your head. I'm lamp. I'm literally, I'm watching everything. Like, I know a lot of people. Wherever she was at, I knew where she was at. Whatever party she was in, I knew she was there. I know a bunch of people that's everywhere, and everyone knows who my kid is. So to hear her say, like, that I was right about a lot of things and she realized and understands it, it's a relief, man, because I'm thinking she's on a path to just be whatever you know what i'm saying so i don't know it's just it's it's definitely an exhale moment man because i was just so scared that i didn't i didn't know i didn't know how she was going to end up she could have easily been something else yeah so i was definitely relieved and i'm like extremely proud of her man she's super independent go get her once more like you know what i mean own business like i i I'm proud of her, man. Like extremely proud of her. And then your son, like this is this is a big year. Like this is a huge hit gift for him. Like I could just like I see the. Let me tell you something. I love seeing the videos and stuff that you do because I could just hear the joy and passion in your voice. Like just to just to be a part, like just to be a part of what he's doing. Like his sports, his academics, and it's like you could just feel the excitement just watching a video. Yeah, man. Uh, my son, my son is, it's, it's night and day, man. It's completely different. My son is an internal guy. Like he don't talk much. He's real to himself, but I'm, I'm, I, I'm very, uh, I don't want to say I'm, I'm not intrusive, but I'm just very, I pick at that. Like I, yeah, you know I mean, I try to get him to, you got to talk to me. We can't just keep stuff in. You know what I mean? Like, uh, actually, the anniversary was two days ago. Like, uh, I had a, I had a, I had a cousin of mine that that took his life. Um, you know, wow. just so that, so that, so that's something that stays with me. So I pay attention to my son more. Not saying that he's on nothing like that, but you know, he's just he's very to himself. He doesn't express feelings often. He's he, like, if you see him, you can tell he's always thinking. He's always got something on his mind. To me, that's what I see as his dad. So, I mean, it's 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 a uh, it's just a whole different experience with him. Um, like we, 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 we're definitely tight. I'm very proud of him with everything he's doing. As far as his academics, that's all him. I mean, his mom definitely pushes him and um, makes sure she's on top of everything that he has to do. As far as that, 
But that's him, man. Like, he, he's easy to raise, to be honest. He don't ask for much. He don't do too much. He's a homebody. He stays to himself. Everybody know him, but he don't deal with a whole bunch of people. Like, that's easy, man. That's like, I don't know. That's like, <laughs> that's like a cruise control kid. Like, I ain't got to do too much. So I just make sure I just any opportunity that comes up that can make him successful. I just try to be as big a help as I can. If it's if it's school, if he needs, I don't know, need to get somewhere to be in front of some camps or something like that or sign up or I got to pay for something. Like, like let's, let's do it. Whatever he needs, let's do it. As long as he wants to do it. You know what I'm saying? He got to want it more than I want it. Yeah. That and this, this is the thing with you, like. You've made a lot of sacrifices for your kids. And when I say that, like, I know you personally, like, you know, you've had to move, you've moved away, you've moved closer, and you've made decisions solely based on your family. Like, what leads you to that approach? Because let's be honest, not every father takes that approach. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they do it. Bro, that would that would kill me, bro. Like, as soon as my son started high school sports, so I was living across the bridge. Well, for the listeners, I was living a good hour and a half, two hours away from where my son stays. So get off work, sneak out of work, or leave early, whatever. <laughs> leave work early, get down here just for practice. I would come down here just for his practices and sit at his practices. Check him out. Boom. And and that's all that's all that all ties into not being able to like be in the house with him. You know what I'm saying? So I'm it's, it's like I'm I'm compensating also because mm-hmm. I want to be there. You know what I'm saying? So I already don't see you like that during the week. Cause I live where I live, you live where you live. On the weekend, sure. Summer, sure. But like, so I'm like practices, I'll come out there and I sit at practice. Then I would drive two hours back home. Uh, then when the season started, that's when, like, it was just a lot on me, man. Like, coming down here for games, games ending at eight something, nine or something, nine something. Then I got to get back across the bridge. It takes me an hour, hour and a half, get up for work and do it all over again, do it two or three times in a week. So I just said I would just move closer. I'd rather, I'd rather commute to work than chance missing games because I get off during rush hour and I can't make it to a game or I miss a whole half of a game. You know what I mean? I'd, I'd rather be late for work than miss anything that my kid do. Yeah. So that, that's why I made the decision. That's simple. But as soon as, as soon as his ass is gone next year, <laughs> I'm out of here. You hear me? <laughs> so are you, are you planning on moving like closer to the job? Is that what you want to do? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. How was you, but you know, sir, on a serious note, like for real, how was you keeping yourself together, man? Because that was that was that's a lot, man. That really is. And 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 for the view for the listeners, let me tell you something. This what he's telling you is facts. That's why I, uh, that's why I always respect this man because he made he did whatever he needed to do to make sure he was there for his son. But how was you maintaining yourself? Because again, that's a lot. Man, I really wasn't, bro, to be honest with you. I, I really don't. I still don't. The only thing that keeps me, like, um, level with all this stuff 
and just being accessible and being there and you know because you know being a parent is not it's not a everyday rewarding job you know what i'm saying it's you know kids are very selfish assholes sometimes you know <laughs> but the thing that keeps me like like my daughter is going to call me when it comes to um life i appreciate that i like that she calls me for life shit or um what she, what she like to call it like words of wisdom or whatever some smart shit she'll say to me but um like when she's dealing with life she wants to hear what i gotta say or you know what i mean or just vent to me sometimes she has to kind of slow me down because i'm i'm trying to fix she give me an issue i'm trying to fix sometimes she just wants to talk and i gotta learn that like all right she's just venting just to get it off she's very independent she can fix some shit herself sometimes though she just needs to hear her dad's thoughts, how he thinks about that. And I love that. I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Even her just stopping by sometimes just to see what's up with me. Like, that keeps me going. My son, I mean, he probably wouldn't appreciate me sharing, but certain games that he really wanted to win, like, he's fell into my arms in tears because of, you know what I mean, after a game. Like, that is why I, that keeps me going. Like, I can't even explain it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's why like, I, I got to be there. I got, like, even though they don't say it, if I'm not there, I already know, like, it's going to be devastating for both of them. Mm -hmm. So that's what keeps me going. Like, it, it's cool that, you know, I don't get a my own parade through the town. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool with that. <laughs> Those moments, though, let me know, like, yeah, I'm I'm doing it right. And I and and what I'm doing definitely matters, and I'm leaving a mark. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You you know your, your daughter's 23. Your son is he's 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 like 17, right? Yeah. Okay. So you, I, I'm assuming that you count down because I mean your daughter, you still there, but you know. Okay, let me phrase it this way, and this is something that you told me, and this stuck with me. You told me, like, as you become, as your kids get older, you become more like a coach. That's it. Yep. And so I'm, I'm, more, I'm more my daughter's coach right now. I'm still hands-on a lot when it comes to my son, but not, not as much, though. I'm kind of letting him go, too. But with my daughter, I'm definitely just a coach. I'm, de I'm, I'm just a coach. That's it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, even, even with this grandson of mine on the way, that's that's her player. That ain't my player. I'll help you coach him. But he ain't my <laughs> Just slow down for a minute. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that is not my player. He's not on my team. He's on your team. <laughs> I'm, the G, I'm the GM now. <laughs> you steady elevate, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the GM. <laughs> what so what like what's exciting what what do you do you even sit back and think about like what excites you the most moving forward man all i want to do is buy a house somewhere nice and be able to have them come home on holidays and i can grill for them that's it and i'm cool bro it's real simple for me i just want to Buy a house somewhere nice, 
holidays, I want them to be able to come to my spot. And I can cook for grandkids or whatever girlfriend or whatever, whoever's in whoever's life, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I want. And I'm cool. That's it. It's real simple, bro. I'm going to close out with this. What would you say your proudest moments are as a dad for your daughter and your son? Proudest moments for my daughter. Um, I think uh, I, I think there the moment is yet to be seen. To be honest, I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like um, I'm trying to think for my daughter. The proudest moment thus far, uh, probably her um, going out on a limb. So my daughter is very talented, right? She's got a lot of talents, but she's self-conscious. So she hesitates on doing stuff or, I don't know, she'll find an excuse not to do it. So what she does now with uh, the the lashes and cosmetology and all that stuff, I kind of pushed her to do that. So she just jumped out there and did it and has been very successful with it. She's going on what? I think this is our third year in business like i think i think this is a third year third or fourth year been doing this um so i'm proud that she took that leap and how successful she is and and what she does so i'm 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 extremely proud of her for that um you know what now this is gonna sound stupid there's a there's another moment that sticks out but this is like some real dad shit right so she (laughs) called me one day and said dad i i got a flat tire so I, I was like nowhere near. I don't even know where I was at. Um, she was coming back from a, a college, one of her, her and her friends. And she caught a flat tire. So I'm like, all right, I know a guy. I can call him and have him come out there to you. Cool. I called a guy. He's on the way. He said it'll take like an hour or something like that. Like like normal. That's a normal time for a triple A or whatever. Lamp, she called me back in like 20 minutes, 25 minutes, bro. You know, she changed her own tire. Like, she changed her own tire. Her and her homeboy, uh, was it homegirl? I don't know. Some One of her friends that, that was with her changed her own tire and Damn. got on by their business. Damn. Like, I mean, that's, I mean, no, that's, that's not, a big deal. I mean, for, for, a dad, for a dad, I'm like, yeah, well, my daughter fire, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, she's not sitting there for the whole hour. Like, I feel like, I don't remember me ever showing her how to change the tire. I know I've changed the tire in front of her, but I feel like some kind of way I did that. That's how I feel. Maybe I didn't. Maybe she watched YouTube. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I feel like that's me. But I was, man, I was real proud that day. I was like, yeah, that's, that is fire. As you should have. Um, with my son, um, uh, just, just how he handles himself like just all the time like he's very level-headed like he's a 4.0 student um quarterback starting quarterback starting guard been on varsity the whole time and as big as his head should be because the whole school the school lets him get away with anything i'm gonna call up there and and talk about that too (laughs) 
like parking passes. He can park where <laughs> but he's very level headed. He's very even when the moment is big and it's a lot going on, he's just the same. He's going on a tour tomorrow, leaving tomorrow, going on a, on a tour. Four of them is camps, the rest of them is visits. So he's going to Virginia, Duke, North Carolina, NC State, William and Mary, Liberty. Like he's going to all these colleges. And it's just like, you know, he's just real chill, nonchalant about it. Bro, if I had that opportunity when I was his age, <laughs> but he, he's going on a coach, a coach bus traveling up, down, down the east, basically, from Virginia to South Carolina, and then coming back. Wow. And he's just like, you know, college, colleges is hitting them all the time. And he's just taking it like it's like, you know. Yeah, that they um they want me to come to their camp. <laughs> So the way he handles stuff, man, it's a lot coming. It's a lot happening right now. Uh, I feel like I'm probably more overwhelmed than he is. He's just like, you know, <laughs> probably because you just know you can you can see everything coming to fruition. So yeah, so I'm proud of both of my kids, man. They're t- collectively they're very they're both just good individuals, just good people, and that's that's like a main goal for me. Like I want to put out good people. And I mean that that's where the change starts at, man, in your own crib. Yeah. You know what I mean, implementing things into your kids, man, just to make them good people and put good people out in the world. That's where the change starts at. You can't change the minds of other motherfuckers, but you can start in your own crib and what you raise and the product you put out there on the street. And that's what I'm most proud of with my kids, bro. Man, listen, I don't I hope your kids know, and I hope they hear this, but they really are blessed, man, to have you as a father. Because let me tell you something. I've known you for, let me see, it's been 2009. Shit, probably like, oh, oh. 2009 when we first met. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You got that later. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So it's been, you, I can say this, man, and I, and I truly mean this. You a good, good brother, man. Your kids are blessed. Because I, I can see the sacrifice you make for them. I know how much you love them, man. So that's why I was really honored that you took the time to do this. Because I wanted to talk to some real good fathers. And, and you definitely one, man. Your kids are blessed. Um, On a personal note, man, believe it or not, you taught me a lot. Like, you've given me, you've given me words of wisdom, man, that you probably didn't even know you was giving it to me. But you did. And... uh. I really do appreciate you, brother, and I, and I hope you. I hope your kids know the type of father they got, man. And happy man, early fathers, man. I got, I got, I got more words for you too. I ain't forgot. We'll, we'll get to <laughs> more words for you, but man, I, I mean, you know, I think my kids won't really. I mean, they. I don't like to speak for them because sometimes they surprise me. You know what I'm saying? Like, my son writes in the cards that he gets me now. You know what I'm saying? So, it ain't just whatever came on the card by default. He's writing some shit. So sometimes it surprises me, like, oh, word. All right. Like, I ain't know. Like, I don't know. I guess, I guess if you think about it, it's kind of insulting. Maybe I thought my kid was dumb. I don't know, but he'll <laughs> write some real introspective shit. And I'd be like, All right, that's what's up, man. Like, you know what I mean? like, 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 I'll catch him sometimes listening to, I got a song called Afraid. I, like, like, I like one of the, the songs. 
of mine. Like he loves my verse on it. Yeah, I didn't even know that. My daughter, like, uh, it's a song I got called Janet and Night, where I'm talking about how I was raised with my mom and my dad. So that's her joint. So like they both surprise me when they tell me certain things. Um, I'll have a conversation with, with Shania, like we'll sit down to dinner and I'll ask her, you know, is there anything that I could have did different? Did I mess up somewhere? Is it like I, I like to give myself a scorecard and I want them to be free to tell me because just because we parents don't mean we know everything, bro. Like we humans too. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like when you're young, you just assume like that's my mom, that's my dad. So they must just know. You know what I'm saying? Or they they like they should know. But nah, like this shit is on the fly. Yeah. I tell them all the time, like you my first and you my like I don't know everything. I just know shit that I've been through. Mm-hmm. So you know, I ask them all the time, like, is it stuff that I that I could have did? And my even with me being outside of the home, I ask them, is it things that I could do more of? Like, you know, are you guys seeing me enough? Are you hearing from me enough? Am I bringing y'all together enough? You know what I mean? Like, I ask all those questions, man. No, those are great questions to ask. Yeah, you some some, some dads don't want to hear that. They, they, they ain't ready for the answer to come back to them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hell of a question to ask, but... Yeah. But yo, but this is what we're gonna do though. We need to put out there, yo, it's a lot of great dads out here, man. It is problems out here, man. Like this whole stigma and this this, you know, our day is coming up, and of course you're gonna have the I'm the mom and the dad and all that shit. Like dog, like uh, I I I'm sorry for your experience, but that ain't the world. You know what I'm saying? That's not the consensus. Like it's real pops out here. Like everybody in my circle is a dad. Every every Dude, that's in my squad. We're fathers. We know each other's kids. We take care of ours. You know what I mean? My cousin's in Bahamas right now with his with his baby girl. I mean, (laughs) she's seen more than half of us. Just came back from Disney with her. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we dads for real, man. Mm, Disney shit. You still and and, and that shit ain't that shit ain't nothing. That's all monetary. That's all money shit. But we put in the time. Like, we're raising our we're raising our children. We're we're being coaches for their teams. Of shit that we don't even give a fuck about. Like I don't like baseball. <laughs> I mean, I'm helping coaching baseball. I didn't like that shit. <laughs> but I'm being a dad. You know what I'm saying? My daughter was in cheerleading competitions. I don't give a fuck, bro. <laughs> but I'm there. I'm at Six Flags at the cheerleading competition, and I'm cheering for the cheerleaders. <laughs> Like, uh, we out here, man. We, I know it, it, it's it's really unfortunate, but you know, man, look, it's nothing you could do. But you you said it back, man. It starts in the home, so you know all you can do is take care of your home, and that's that's really all you could do. Yeah, man, that's it. So, but look, man, I I really 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 appreciate you doing this, man. Thank you for the time because I know how busy you are. So. For you to give me this time, brother, I truly appreciate it, man. Happy early Father's Day to you. Thank you, brother. Same to you, man. All right. I want to thank. The, I want to take the time to thank everyone for listening to the podcast. I truly appreciate your support. You can follow me on Instagram at conversations underscore with underscore Lent. My Facebook is also conversations with Lent. You can listen to the podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Again, thank you all for listening. Have a great day.